Welcome to episode four of Just a Gringo from Miami. With Jen Ron's sister. My gringa sister. And this episode is entitled, What Jennifer or Any Other Person Would Expect When Going to a Restaurant. Absolutely. I expect the basic restaurant um, etiquette when I go into a restaurant um, from the time I arrive at the restaurant until the time I leave, Ron. So, I would think, uh, to start with the basics is, assuming you've made a reservation, what would you expect when you walk in? I expect to go up to the hostess and be acknowledged. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. First of all, your expectations are already too high. You're telling me that you want to walk into a restaurant in Miami, the hostess to make eye contact, and give you some kind of welcome? I, I absolutely do. I expect that. As opposed to what actually happens, which is, you will walk in and either no one will be at the hostess stand or host stand, or if you do walk up, that they're not having an intense conversation among themselves. Or they're on the phone. The least they could do is say, I'll be with you in a moment. Never oh. happens. Never happens. It doesn't. Never happens. All right, so so we've swatted down your first expectation. Yes. What What's... What's next in Jennifer's fantasy land of how, how restaurants operate in Miami? Well, if I do have a reservation, I expect to be seated within a few minutes of my reservation. And if the restaurant is overwhelmingly busy, they should give me an estimated time that I will be seated and it shouldn't be too All right. I'm gonna, I'm, okay. I don't want to have to cut you off, <laughs> but I, I feel compelled to again... <laughs> Jump in. What aspect of living in Miami has given rise to you thinking that people will give you an accurate estimate of how long something will take? That's very true because when I watch the Miami Heat games, everyone seems to arrive second quarter, Maybe after halftime, third quarter. When you otherwise, otherwise known as early. Early, exactly. <laughs> when you watch the other basketball games in other states, everyone's there. First quarter, the whole entire place is full. Not Miami. Those heat games don't start filling up until the second quarter, sometimes the third. So yes, you're correct. So yeah, if if they if they tell you thirty minutes, it's not going to be thirty minutes. And we all know about the Miami 10 minutes away. So if the table is, quote, 10 minutes away or 15 minutes away, uh, you might as well... Go to the bar. At least go to the bar. And then when you go to the bar, and they forget that you're at the bar. So, and then you're lucky if you get a seat at the bar, if the bartender greets you at the bar, or if they can even transfer the bar tab to your dinner table. Yeah, what's, what, what is the technological feat that has to occur that if you start ordering things in one part of the restaurant, the bar, that if you continuing to order things at the same restaurant, it can't be on the same bill. No, it can't. What, what is the... I guess it's the bartender's tip. 
You think it's all about it the bartender's, bartender's tip? tip? Yeah, because if you transfer it, how does the bartender get tipped? Does he get tipped out on that check at the end of the at the end of the bill that we pay, or how does that work? It has to be that. I'm just gonna toss out that you can identify what's been ordered at a station, and that part of the tip gets allocated to the bartender, but. That's just me giving five seconds of That's thought. That's way too much work, especially in a restaurant in Miami. I, I kind of think it could be automated. I don't know if Google can anticipate what I want to buy, eat, aspire to with second-by-second second updates. I would think that they could have a computer system that could allocate if something's ordered at a bar. That It probably does. They just don't want to... It's too much work. A lot of things are too much work. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. a lot of things. So then, once you finally... The hostess comes to get you, and you're escorted to your table. Or, more likely, you've gone back to the hostess stand (laughs) like 17 times. When is our table? And they give you attitude. (laughs) So... But let's pretend it happened your way. Okay. the host, In this magical world, <laughs> the hostess took time to seek you out and come and get you. Then, then what happens? Then you get to the table, and it might not be a table you necessarily like, and you've been waiting so long to get to this point that you ask the hostess if you could possibly have the table that's not in the dark in the corner or right under the air conditioning vent. I would kill for the dark corner (laughs) air conditioning vent table because apparently my open table profile must have a default setting that says put him in a chair where everyone who works at the restaurant will bump (laughs) into his chair. Or right next to the waiter, you know, serving booth where they make all the loud noise and you could see all the dirty dishes and yeah, I don't like those tables either. All right, so let's say somehow you get an acceptable table. Then in Jennifer World, what happens next? I should be greeted at least by the busboy who gives me water. They should ask me if I want regular water, sparkling water, flat water, whatever kind of water I want. Maybe get some bread on the table. There should be silverware on the table. And I would like... We both know you're wrong. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I would say with 100% certainty that if you ask a bus person in Miami for anything, they have one answer and one answer only. Let me get your server. Very true. I've received that answer I feel like I'm, times. I feel like I'm deprogramming <laughs> someone who got kidnapped by a cult, but continue. Okay, at this point, I expect the waiter, waitress, or serving person to come to the table and ask me what I would like to drink. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. That does happen. So... I'll allow that one. Within a relatively reasonable amount of time. All right, now you're reaching for the sun. I don't like waiting a long time to be approached by the person taking my drink order. Well, you should be used to disappointment by now, but continue. And then, please come within... I don't know, five minutes after you take my, my drink order? Don't make me wait 20 minutes to get my drink. Five minutes. You know the same bartender that's ignoring you at the bar? <laughs> that's who's making your drinks. Oh, and I would like the hostess to either put the menus on the table or the busboy because sometimes you like to look at the menu before the waiter even gets there. No, I have gotten used to trying to scan the 
dirty, scratched, suspiciously stained QR code <laughs> in the center of the table. Yeah. Full of fingerprints. Yeah, true. True. Or the paper menus now that are literally destroyed. And so at this point, I would say lucky to get our drinks in a good amount of time. And then the menus, being able to read the menus. I don't like too many choices on the menu. I feel like... Well, that's a you thing. Yeah, if there's too many choices. Yeah, no, I like true. choices. I don't. I like choices. And then what else, Ron? I would say... A pleasant person coming to the table, not <laughs> like person. not like they're doing me a favor to take my order. Not like they're doing me a favor that they're even waiting on me. Um, understaffed, overworked. Uh, I'm trying to get to you. Continue to fill in the blanks. Yes, and then if I have questions about the menu, please answer the <laughs> questions. You know, don't make me feel bad when I ask you questions about the menu. Maybe there's there's no time for questions. <laughs> And then I guess, yeah, I would like when they do serve my food, it has to be hot. If it, hot. It's supposed to be hot. hot. And if it's supposed to be cold, I like it cold. I don't want salad room temperature. Oh, please. And I don't want my steak cold. So, yes, I have those certain requests when I get my food. And if something doesn't come out right or the way it should be, don't make me feel bad when I have to send it back to either redo it or make it a little more well done whatever the case may be don't make me feel bad about asking you to do something that should have been done properly in the first place listen asking someone to do their job <laughs> is an affront and an offense that is not well taken but they will begrudgingly take your food back and then after all that, I would like to be asked if I'd want anything else, coffee, dessert, whatever. I don't want to feel rushed when I am dining. I don't care how busy the restaurant is. Um, well, I would say that with the exception of, I don't know, there was something in there that was reasonable to expect. Uh, all of it is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I Pro disagree. Profoundly wrong. Even Joe's, which I love. Which no, I'm nothing sure, is wrong with Joe's. Which, which, I'm a Joe's fan. Which, which um, we'll do an entire episode on how awesome Joe's is. Okay, good. I mean, I love Joe's. Joe's is one of my happiest places on earth. I, I'm, I'm really fighting, segueing into a whole Joe's episode right now. I love it so much. But even Joe's, especially like on a Saturday night, you, you will feel rushed. You will. You will. I, I, they, they want you in and out. And then when you do get your check, if it is incorrect, it's okay to tell the server that they made a mistake on the check. And that's about it, Ron. And if you are a good server and you did everything right, even if you didn't do everything right and you were still nice, pleasant, and tried your hardest, I will give you over 20% tip for sure. Oh, yeah. Like uh, we just had Mother's Day and the restaurant's AC was broken. It sure was. They were understaffed. We were there for three and a half hours <laughs> we were. with our mother and our aunt, yes. <laughs> and who we love oh, dearly. <laughs> and but they don't love each other at this moment. <laughs> and um, but the the waiter was his attitude. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. 
He was the nicest guy as he's sweating through his shirt. And it's funny, his name was James. And every time I think of a butler or somebody <laughs> in the good serving business, their yeah. name is James. Was, yeah, such a nice guy. So even though we were dripping with sweat, the food took two hours, and we thought that our mother and aunt were um, <laughs> going to go after each other with the cutlery, um, we, we still tipped the guy well and, and thanked him a thousand times. Yes. So a lot of it is attitude which is also what we're criticizing and you know what as much as we could criticize the restaurant the staff and everything else people who are not nice to the staff is a whole another episode well that's well that's that's like a negative feedback loop so i do think that um a lot of people in the restaurant industry actually start out with good intentions and good attitudes and then they get broken they do. They just, their will, their spirit just gets <laughs> crushed. crushed. <laughs> like, not to call out certain places, but like Aventura. Boca. Boca. <laughs> Did I mention Boca? <laughs> I mean, the fact that the restaurant staff. Any restaurant near Century Villages. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. The fact that there's not a daily homicide. <laughs> Is evidence of good There's service. Been no shooting at this restaurant. Right, right. Next to next to the cleanliness rating, there should be like a like a homicide meter, and um, yeah. So it's it's not on the restaurant. It's 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 a partnership. It is the uh, demanding clientele, the entitled, demanding, whiny. And we are Jewish, but I must say, the older Jewish women, not easy. Not an easy uh, clientele if you're in that area. Just, uh, and and the people who come here part-time from uh, northeastern states, and uh, I don't know, they just decided to leave their uh, etiquette at the door. And they forget to tip. And they forget, oh, the Canadians with the tipping. Please, people, I know it's shocking using U.S. dollars <laughs> and how few Canadian dollars you can get for a U.S. dollar, but does not give you an excuse not to tip. No, it does not. So Jennifer and I feel perfectly entitled to have this episode because we grew up in the restaurant business. Correct. And our dad's motto was, the customer was always right. I got sent to a Winn-Dixie four blocks away to get ingredients if a customer had a special request. So we grew up with the idea that you go to a restaurant, we're going to cater to you. And I have made more special orders in the kitchen for a customer gladly than uh, I can even remember. Jennifer's been a hostess. I've been a busboy in other places. And uh, so we're certainly not mentioning things that we wouldn't... uh, Do ourselves. Yeah, exactly. With that being said... Bon appetit. (laughs) 